Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Is self-doubt sabotaging you personally and professionally and keeping you from the life you know that you deserve? Well, let's put an end to that today. Now, stay with me till the end because I'm going to walk you through the process of how to end that self-doubt. And it's different than anything you've heard anywhere else because the, most of the information that is out there is inadequate. It's too superficial. It doesn't get to the root cause of what's creating self-doubt. And you're going to get the real solution so you can actually conquer it because it breaks my heart. I, I go onto YouTube myself. I research topics like this and I see everybody talking about the same thing. And, and if it worked, why haven't we conquered self-doubt? All the thousands of people, all the experts in the industry, everybody's saying the same thing, but it's not changing anything. That's because they're giving you the wrong information. And I'm going to change that. I'm going to give you the right information. The third, the first thing to recognize is what's creating self-doubt. Well, most people would think it's your thoughts, right? I mean, it's, I'm thinking negatively. I'm doubting myself. That's a thought, right? Well, that's where the hiccup is. Actually, the question is, what's creating those thoughts? Well, let's talk about that. Let me give you the science behind it. First of all, we have to talk about how the brain works. The way the brain works, every bit of information we take in, sight, anything we see, touch, smell, taste, hear, or experience at all, comes through the first place it hits in our brain is something called the thalamus, all right? It's the emotional center of our brain. And then depending on what it is, it hits our amygdala or, or hippocampus, all these emotions, I won't get into all the science, but all these emotional places. And this is what flabbergasts me. That's how the brain works. And so what that shows is we immediately have an emotional reaction to everything that we ever experience before it even ever gets to cognition, before it gets to thought. So how could thoughts be driving our behavior? How could thoughts be driving our self-doubt? It's not even possible. Our brain doesn't even work that way. And so it breaks my heart. Everyone's getting the false information, thinking that they need to think positive, that this is a thought-based problem. When our brain isn't even designed to think first, it's designed to feel first. So if we don't have emotional mastery, we don't have the single greatest skill and tool we need to overcome self-doubt, all right? Now, there's much more to it. We also have to look at, okay, if that's how we process information as we process it emotionally, what happens there? Well, in 2012, MIT discovered that another misconception, people have always thought that we kept memories in our brain like they were these thoughts. It's not true. They are conceptualized. Memories are not, um, are, are actually not thoughts. They are physical and conceptual. All right. So what that means is we store our memories physically in our body. All right. You, we've all had that experience. Think of something in your life. 
uh, traumatic or exciting, and instantly you get a feeling in your body that associated, whether it was happy or sad, traumatic or whatever, you can feel that. Like right now, think of the worst day of your life. Think about it. Was it a death? Was it a suicide, a divorce? Was it a traumatic event, a loss of something or someone? Can you feel how your body just changed? It's not in your head. It's in your body. So that's the next thing we have. And that's going to be key. Pay attention to that. Memories are in our body and feelings are in our body because for the solution, this is going to play a key role. That's why I'm urging you to stay to the end because you're going to learn a whole new way to overcome self-doubt. And if all the other ways that, you know, there's thousands of people talking about self-doubt, belief in yourself, all these different things. If what they were saying is true, why isn't anyone getting better? Why is why don't we have a world filled with people who aren't doubting themselves? I mean, for a hundred years, we've been talking about think positive, think positive. It doesn't work. And here's why. Bruce Lipton wrote this book, Biology Belief, uh, famed biologist. And he discovered some pretty profound things. And I'm going to read you a couple quotes from his book. The first one is this. He says, you need more than just positive thinking to harness control of your body and your life. The mere thinking of positive thoughts will not necessarily have any impact on our lives at all. And here's why. This is really profound. This is another quote from his book. He says, positive thoughts. Now, this is the part that trips people up because the first part of the sentence, positive thoughts have a profound effect on behavior and genes, right? That goes to everyone. Oh, yeah. See, if we think, just think if we think positive, our behavior, our genes, everything will change. I just have to think positive. But the second half of the sentence is key. And it's all throughout his book. It's the, the science backs it up everywhere. Yet nobody pays attention to it. The second half of his sentence says, but only when they are in harmony with our subconscious programming. So let me say the full sentence. Positive thoughts have a profound effect on behavior and genes, but only when they are in harmony with our subconscious programming. Well, what's our subconscious programming? It's our emotional experiences. That's it. That's what creates our, the subconscious. It's we have these life experiences and we categorize everything emotionally. And here's why. The more emotionally charged any life event is, the more we will remember it. Think about it. What did you do today? I'm sure there are little tasks you've done today, grabbing your car keys. You have no memory of grabbing your car keys because it was inconsequential. It's become, there's no emotion to it. But think about the life-changing moments in your life. You have a deep, profound feeling experience, all right? That's what creates memory. That's what creates the subconscious programming, okay? And so that's the misstep in this whole industry of everyone trying to teach positive thinking, positive thoughts, change the way you think. Complete waste of time. The only There's only one way to create belief in yourself and remove self-doubt. You must 
gain emotional mastery because here's what belief is. And this is another astonishing fact. I, I chased that, you know, how can I believe in myself? I read book after book, even this one, and he doesn't even get to it. He does underline, but he doesn't even hear his own words of how to create belief. He doesn't tell people. He doesn't literally, in this book, he doesn't tell you how to create belief. And every other book on belief did the exact same thing. They tell you these incredible stories of people just waking up and believing in themselves, like God, just the hand of God touched them, and all of a sudden they had belief, and they got everything they wanted, but they never explained the process. Well, here's how we create belief in ourselves, and we get rid of self-doubt, and we get it through emotional mastery. Belief is when our feelings and our thoughts line up. Here's the proof. Think about it. Did you ever play a sport, take a test, ask somebody out on a date? We've all done something competitive, right? Something that we're skilled at um, and we've prepared for it, you know, whether it was studying for a test or practicing for an event. And we go into that event and we're in the car ride to the event and we're like, I got it. I'm going to nail it today. Whether it's the test, a job interview, an athletic event, we just know it. We feel it. And our thoughts are exactly aligned with that feeling. Now we know the exact opposite experience. We've studied. We've been to every practice. We've practiced extra. We've done everything we're supposed to do. And we're driving to that event and we're like, this isn't good. Something's going to, I got to get sick. I've got to get hurt. I've got to get out of this test. I've got to reschedule this interview. Uh, I I can't play tonight. It's not going to go well. And what do we do? Come on, think positive. You can do this. Come on, believe in yourself. We use all of that positive thought and we tank it. We couldn't feel positive. Therefore, no amount of thought, as Bruce said, You need more than just positive thinking to harness control of your body and your life because your body is your feeling. It's your memory. It's your emotional mastery. If you don't have that, no amount of positive thinking will work. And ask yourself this, how long have you been pursuing personal growth and being positive, surrounding yourself with positive people, saying positive things, never talking negatively, always positive, positive, positive. Has your life improved at all? Marginally? Do you have... The, is self-doubt gone? Do you have belief in yourself? Do you have the relationship and career that you want, the finances? I'd hazard to guess over 95% of the people listening to this video have none of it. Absolutely none of it. They're miserable, struggling, and they've been doing all the right things that all the gurus and teachers, I'm positive, 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 but they're not there. Why is that? Because they don't have emotional mastery. They don't have the, no one's ever told them that this isn't a thinking problem. Self-doubt is not a thinking problem. It's a feeling problem. Your feelings are negative. Your feelings are filled with doubt. Your feelings are filled with pain and decision, worry, all of these negative things. And no amount of positive thinking will change that. You have to gain emotional mastery to gain belief in yourself, to conquer self-doubt. It's the only way. So now, what's created that subconscious programming? Why are we stuck in that? This is where all the experts leave you flat. 
They don't want to go here. Well, that's why I go here, because I want to give you the solution, not just some topical, make you feel good, symptom oriented process. The real solution of how to uncover this and heal it. Well, our subconscious programming, behavioral science, has shown us we become our childhood from zero to seven years. I mean, there's neuroplasticity. We can all alter and change who we are. But basically, our life experience is just a mirror. It's a reflection of our first seven years of life. That's it. So whether you're 30, 40, 70 years old, if your life is still struggling, it's because you're still reliving and replaying the imperfections of your childhood. And here's where we get into trouble. Over 80% of people will say their childhood was perfect. Nope, nothing wrong. Parents were great. What's fascinating to me is as I talk to them, then they tell me how their parents were divorced. One had an addiction. Both parents, one or both parents worked so much. They were a latchkey kid. All this abandonment, all these terrible things that happened to them, they're completely detached from it. Like it was no big deal. Oh, it's in the past anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, wait, what about subconscious programming? See, our past is never in the past. That's the other problem. Everyone in the industry, oh, the past doesn't matter. Just the future. Forget the past. You can't. You are your past unless you heal it. Your life is a proof that you're stuck in the past. And I'm going to show you why that is and why you're still stuck in the past and still stuck in that self-doubt. As I said already, it ties into how we, our memory We have a deep emotional experience. And so, remember how we process information. Everything comes in through the emotional center of our brain. So, as you're on a date, as you're competing in an event, doing a job interview, working, whatever it is, feelings are popping up that are negative, that are all tied to previous pain you've never healed from your past. That's it for everybody. It's all of us. None of us are bad. But this is the solution that nobody wants to talk about. Because what? What does it mean? Oh, you're telling me I've got to hate my parents? No, that's not what I'm saying. But we have to crash this boundary around admitting our parents were perfectly imperfect. I mean, think about it. Think of how absurd it is to say that our childhood was perfect. As I use the example all the time, Tom Brady might be the best athlete to ever watch the, walk the planet of the earth. And for 40 years, he's had nothing but experts in every area of football, whether it's how to throw a football, what to think, what to feel, how to his diet, exercise, everything. Countless experts surrounding him for 40 years. And yet every single day, He throws an interception, fumbles, an incompletion. He screws up nonstop. Yet our parents, who've never had any training at all, none, like none of us, we just kind of get pregnant and go, oh, what am I going to do now? For centuries, parents have just done it, as my mom would say, we just wing it. You know, we just, oh, well, my parents did this. And if we didn't like it, we do the opposite. But we don't even know if what they did was right or wrong, or if doing the opposite is right or wrong. We know nothing about it. We've never investigated it. And we have a culture that says, oh, no, no, let's not talk about childhood. Let's not talk about parenting. Let's not confront. I mean, look at spirituality. It says, you know, honor your mother and father. So we have this spiritual message that says, don't ever challenge mom and dad. Well, that's a societal message, too. Think about it. How many things in your life right now? Would you like to confront your parents on? 
but you won't do it. Lots of sad things you just won't bring up to them of their imperfections. That's a societal epidemic. That's the real epidemic. As Dr. Henry Block said, the uh, former um, head of the American Pediatric Society, unhealed childhood trauma is the single greatest killer on the planet today. It's the single greatest cause of all illness and disease, divorce, everything. Everything. And nobody's talking about it. You are your childhood. Your self-doubt was placed into you in childhood. Not because your parents don't love and adore you. They do. But no one taught them how not to be, how not to transfer their own unhealed pain into you. Simple things like rolling their eyes or saying, you kids are driving me crazy. Just think of that statement. You kids are driving me crazy, which pretty much every parent has said. And it's true. Kids drive us crazy because we don't have emotional mastery. And so we've just given them control over our lives and our ability to control our emotions. And we place the blame on them. You kids are driving me crazy. Whoa. Think of that. A two, four, eight-year-old just realizes for the first time in their life, wow, I have more power than mom or dad. I'm also bad because mom's going crazy. And if mom's going crazy, that means I'm not safe. Who's going to take care of me? They're going to take mom away. These are all, this is what happens in that moment. Just a simple statement. You kids are driving me crazy. Stop it. That's just one small, insignificant incident. That's not even talking about being spanked or any of, you know, uh, you know the, what people would call normal parenting. I mean, and if you think spanking is okay, because I see that all over Facebook. Oh, these kids today, they just need to be taken out to the woodshed and spanked. Well, let me ask you this. If you think it's okay to use punishment, physical corporal punishment on a child, why aren't you okay with it at your job? Do you let your boss pull your pants down and spank you when you make a mistake? Oh, God, no. HR? No, I'd never let that happen. I have respect for myself. Oh, respect for yourself, but not your child. A helpless, defenseless child. It's perfectly okay to do that to them, but not me as an adult. That would be abusive. Like, And that's going to confront people that are like, ooh, I don't want to admit that truth. I thought it was okay. See, this is how woefully undereducated we are about these dynamics and how they're impacting us. That level of denial around how this is creating doubt. Because, see, we had to make sense of those perfect imperfections of our parents, whether we were spanked, paddled, talked down to, had the eyes rolled at us, you know, they rolled their eyes at us, told us we were crazy. Our life depended on it. We were children. Our parents feed and clothe us and everything. I have to minimize it, suppress it, deny it, minimize it, say it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's the only thing. It's the only defense mechanism I have. And so it gets placed in my subconscious brain that it's okay to doubt myself. Right there, we learned to doubt wait a minute, this isn't right. Oh, can't think that because my life depends on them. I have to make this okay. And so now I've just suppressed the truth. That feeling, ooh, I just created that feeling of doubt. Remember what belief is? Feelings, thoughts line up. We just learned to doubt our caregivers. 
We just learn to doubt ourselves. It's programmed. That unhealed trauma is now programmed in our body, not our brain, in our body and in our subconscious. We are reliving that on a daily basis. If you struggle with self-doubt, you are struggling with unhealed childhood trauma. That's what you're struggling with. You don't have the emotional mastery skills. No one's taught them to you. Your parents didn't know them. I mean, most of this stuff that I talk about has just been developed in the last, you know, 20 years. So there's nothing bad or defective about you. It'd be like me asking you to, I don't know, build a space shuttle or perform open heart surgery on somebody. Well, if you're not a doctor, you'd have no clue how, but you probably wouldn't feel bad about yourself for not knowing how, would you? Why? Because no one taught you. You're like, oh, well. I'd do the best I could, but I probably wouldn't do well. Well, that's all we're all any of us are doing. We're just doing the best we can, but no one taught us. We don't have the information. Well, that's why I do this. Because people are laughing. They keep trying all these positive thinking things, which are basically a waste of time, as Bruce Lipton points out. It's an emotional experience. Our brain predicates that. We feel before we ever think in almost all situations. And then we have, no one's ever told us that, wait a minute, I mean, there's been the link to childhood, but no one's ever said, yeah, we become who we're, you know, our life, even if in our 40s, is really just reliving, you know, our, first, our formative years from birth to seven or 10 years old, that even if we're 50 years old, we're basically acting like a seven or 10 year old. I mean, that, that's been known, but no one's really said that to you. That's, you're just reliving the self-doubt you learned in, in childhood. Nothing else. So that's the science behind it. That's why you're struggling with it. You're lacking emotional mastery. You're stuck replaying pain and doubt that was placed into you by perfectly imperfect loving parents who just weren't taught anything different. So now we're going to get to the solution. Remember I said I'd get it to you. And it has very little to do with thought. It has everything to do with body and feelings. All right. So the first step is this. Go on to Google today. Type in feelings list. Thousands of them will come up. A lot of people like the one that's a wheel. I think the top half are positive. The bottom half are, half are negative feelings. Start carrying that with you on a daily basis. Five times a day or more. Check in as much as possible. Pause. What am I feeling? happy, sad, scared. Most people, I ask most people, especially I do these breakthrough calls, what are you feeling? They go on and on about a story. They can't tell me, I feel frustrated. They'll tell me a story of frustration of how somebody didn't do something. And and like literally, it was just recently, last week, a person told me a story that was eight minutes long. And when they finished, I said, so you feel frustrated? Yeah, yeah, that's it had no clue, completely detached from their body. That's most of us, completely detached from feeling. That's why we're struggling with self-doubt. We had to detach from that, okay? So that's the first thing. You have to get reattached to your body. You have to start gaining the process of emotional mastery. So start cataloging your feelings. You're gonna see certain feelings are coming up all the time. Now, after three to five days, maybe a week, depending on how detached you are from your body, you can add the next question. Where in my body do I feel this? You're going to start to see chest, throat, stomach, head, certain parts of your body. It's all, that feeling is always related to, okay? 
Then ask yourself the next question. What's my first memory of having this feeling? Now, for most people, they're going to remember something one to five years back. And then ask yourself, okay, what's the one before that? And so now they might get to something in college or high school. Now, what's the one before that? And eventually, uh, this is what I do in the breakthrough calls. I walk them through and eventually we always get back to here. Oh, that's when dad stood over me and told me I was worthless and I'd never amount to anything. I was just going to be a failure. And I'm wondering why I struggle with self-doubt. That's the moment that's never been healed right there. That's why you struggle with self-doubt. That's why no amount of positive thinking will work. Because remember, our subconscious is our emotional set. You know, that's where our emotional markers are. It's in our body. All right. And this has never been healed. Those perfectly imperfect moments when mom and dad had a bad day and said, you're so stupid or conveyed in some way that we were stupid or incompetent or we some way we had to doubt ourselves. That's the marker. That's the subconscious you're stuck in. Okay. Now from here, it's a multi-layered process. I mean, I teach my clients, I have a whole coursework on this, but I'm giving you the basics. Now that you've identified what's created your self-doubt, the first part is to give it back. And step one is empathy. You know, mom, dad, I know you did the best you could. I know your goal wasn't to hurt me in this moment, but it did. It had a tremendous impact and it's been impacting me in every area of my life. And I won't carry it for you anymore. I know no one taught you this stuff and you're doing the best you could, but I refuse to carry it for you anymore. And whether it's in your chest, your stomach, your head, reach in. And this has to be a daily experience. And here's the key. Feel it emotionally. You're pulling it out and giving it back. You're extricating, removing. Remember, emotion drives everything. Create a huge emotional experience around this is yours. It's not mine. I refuse to carry it for you anymore. Now, that's the first piece. See, the reason it's empathy, it's empathy for ourselves and empathy for them because both of us were doing the best we could at that time. Neither one of us are bad or wrong. You can't be blamed for doing something neither one of you was aware of. You as the child didn't know that taking on that was wrong. And they as an adult, since no one taught them about parenting, didn't know either. It doesn't excuse or condone the behavior, but it gives grace to look, you did the best you could. And that's why there's empathy. Empathy for ourselves in the way we talk about it. Empathy for them in the way they did it. This isn't about shaming and hating our parents. But we have to get into truth and reality that this had an effect on us. The next step is this. What you, the biggest reason you're struggling with rage or with self-doubt is you have a ton of stored rage from those moments. You never got to express it. And so think back to all those moments, all the things they said, all the things they did. Make a whole list of them as you do this work. And then take time out, whether it's a a punching bag, whether it's a golf club, baseball bat to the bed, something. Make a list and schedule time every single day to let out the rage. And I mean let it out. This was unfair. I didn't deserve this. That's not who I am. I won't take this like you have to get angry. I mean viciously angry. And if you're, I'm a swear person, 
Like that's, that's the best way for me to let it out, but don't hold back. Remember, subconscious emotional experience. Create a massive emotional event of defense. You never got to defend yourself from those traumatic moments as a child. And that's why you doubt yourself. So defend yourself. No, no more. I'm not going to listen to this. This is yours. I've had it. Feel the emotion of that. That's your body reclaiming. Doubt is a cowering. It's shrinking from who we are. The rage allows us to stand up and go, this is who I am. I reclaim who I reclaim my thoughts. I reclaim my beliefs. I reclaim who I am. I will not carry your pain anymore. I am free. That's how you get your feelings and your thoughts to line up and rework the subconscious processing of the pain that's never been dealt with. If you're struggling with self-doubt, you're struggling with how you had to give yourself away as a child. It's time to give it to who it belongs to and reclaim yourself. Choose to become an emotional mastery expert in the things you've been through. The next step I'd say is pick up my book, Your Journey to Success. And if you need more than that, then get in touch with me directly. And I'll walk you through and teach you exactly how to become an expert in it for yourself. So you can remove the self-doubt. You can silence the inner critic. You can stop the self-sabotage. And you can live the life that you were meant to live.